0: Welcome to the Tech Diva Success Podcast. This is a short weekly podcast that focuses on tools, processes, and best practices that truly fuel success for women in technology. We thank you for tuning in, and we hope you walk away with at least one best practice that will help you level up personally or professionally. What can you take action on that will make you 1% better? This show gives us space to grow that amazing potential you have inside of you by bringing you guests from all walks of life and allowing them to share their success secrets with you. I'm your host, Nicole Scheffler, and I consider myself a tech diva with over 15 years experience in a technology career, and I'm committed to sparking tech diva success with my collection of various books, podcasts, and projects, including our other podcast, the diva tech talk podcast, which is all here to inspire you and is dedicated to women in technology. I know you're going to love it, so on with the show. Well, welcome to this episode of Tech Diva Success Podcast. Again, making you 1% better, but you are going to get a lot better today. Extraordinarily better because we are here with Simone Canego. She is the best-selling author of The Extraordinary Unordinary You She obviously is a speaker on that, an entrepreneur, a mother to six. That's right. I said six (laughs) multicultural children. She is a bold leader. She's going to have her personality in full effect on this show, which I'm really excited about. She has a fearless attitude and she is a force for good, which is what our world needs more of. She's going to share her journey of her life. She has a very cool life experience as Gone through a lot of things. She adopted three of her six children in foreign countries. She's climbed Mount Kilimanjaro to raise cancer awareness and so many other things that she's going to share with our audience, as well as powerful lessons for our listeners out there on what really matters and topping it off with the fact that it's the little things we do every day that make the most difference. So, Simone, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me here today. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. And why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself that I didn't hit, just Mm -hmm. so that our listeners can get to know you. I'll
1: tell you a little bit about my professional life. I started my career in accounting. I went to school and have both a bachelor's and a master in accounting, and I'm a CPA. And since then, I've changed my mind multiple times trying to figure out where I wanted to be, where I was supposed to be. It's more of where I wanted to be that I needed to figure out as an author and speaker. And this is absolutely what I love to do. And what do you love most about it? Human connection. I think it's so important to share our stories. I think that that, that piece That's what connects us. I was reading an article the other day about how the brain responds to stories, and it's almost as if you are there. When you're listening to a story, your brain responds in the same way as if you were actually experiencing it for yourself. And I just think stories are so powerful, and it's so important for us to share what we're going through, the good, the bad, the ugly, the sad, all of it, because that's what connects us.
0: And how did you weave these stories into your
1: book? With six kids and a husband, uh, I have endless material and I really wanted to, I wanted to weave in all kinds of stories. Not again, not just the shiny moments. Those are great, but I think it's really important to show our authentic self, which includes the tough times as well. You know, there's sad stories, There's ridiculous stories. Like the uh, time we came home from a trip and I had to take my son to therapy and we got into the van and... I was like, Oh my gosh, I know it's the moving trash can, but it looks like there was popcorn everywhere. And I knew that I had cleaned it kind of cleaned it before we left. And so I was like, why is there popcorn everywhere? So we're backing out of the garage. I look back again and I'm like, Oh, that's not popcorn. Noah, get out of the car, get out of the car. And he was like, what? I'm like, get out of the car. And so he gets out of the car and I look in through, you know, his door And there's pieces of foam from inside the seats everywhere. A rat or two, 17, 20, I don't know, made a home in there, chewed on every seat in the car. And there was rat poop everywhere. It was probably one of the most disgusting things. And I tell the story because, again, we're human, like things happen every day. And they actually, the insurance company actually totaled the car. And and that's just an example.
0: (laughs) Well, that is crazy. (laughs) Like, I can't even imagine trying to process what is happening. Well, in all your experiences, I'm sure you've learned many that can help make people better. And even though we are all ordinary people, we're all extraordinary in our potential and in our lives and what we can do. So with that, do you want to maybe pivot to talk about some things that can help our tech divas out there become a little bit better or reflect upon their lives? Absolutely. I
1: struggled for a long time to try to
0: figure out what I wanted.
1: For a long time, it was what other people wanted me to be or do. And I realized that what was important was what I wanted. I was constantly trying to change things in my life, went through many different uh, jobs, careers, figuring out where I wanted to be. And what I finally realized, and this was a turning point for me because I struggled for so long, was that we don't need to change who we are. We need to change the way we see ourselves. And we need to not be so hard on ourselves all the time. When I look back at all of the different career choices I made, I think for a long time, I really saw them as failures when I was switching from one thing to the next because I couldn't figure myself out. And I look back now and say, it's okay to change our minds, that it's not a failure. It's just part of our journey. And the ultimate goal is realizing who who we are, what we really want to do. So when I look back, I always say, just don't be so hard on yourself.
0: Sometimes we're so worried about the destination that we don't realize that life is the journey getting to the destination. When you climbed Mount Kilimanjaro, you know, one, that's an amazing thing to do for good. So I'd love to hear a little little bit about that. But what else did you learn that it's a life lesson from your time on the mountain about really finding success in your venture to climb the mountain that we could kind of bring back? The choice to climb that mountain actually was one of those
1: things that kind of, I wanna say fell in my lap. It wasn't a bucket list item. I had never climbed anything before. Yes, I'd gone camping, but uh, yeah, that was about it. (laughs) And my husband was asked to do it. And he said, no, thank you, call Simone. And they called me and I said, absolutely. I think I want to do this. And as soon as I committed, I stuck with it. I really worked really hard. I I exercised constantly, which is not in my nature. And I really got myself ready for it mentally and physically. And yes, I had lots of people say to me, not my friends, my, my close friends were like, oh, this is so cool. But I had a lot of people say to me, you really think you're going to make it to the top? And I was like, yes, I'm going to make it to the top. So when we did make it to the top, that was really kind of the biggest lesson for me. I mean, there were many lessons along the way, climbing with this amazing group of people. But really, getting rid of the self-doubt, realizing that when I am determined to do something and I really put in the hard work behind it, it's not just setting a goal, but it's putting in the work with it, then I feel like I can truly accomplish it. Trust me, there's still things like if I say I want to be an astronaut, Okay, that's really not going to happen for me. But, you know, there's definitely there's I mean, this is not an easy goal and and I accomplished it. And again, this wasn't something that I would have ever imagined I could do. So really looking back is that, you know, not limiting myself and not doubting and putting in the work behind what needed to be done.
0: Well, kudos to you for accomplishing that. And for that lesson, that's so valuable, especially as women in tech. Sometimes we doubt our capabilities. Sometimes we call it imposter syndrome, feeling like you're in a position kind of faking it till you're making it. But that's what life is. Life is about stepping into something, learning and growing. And you did that through climbing. And that's a really great testament to it. And you spoke earlier about connecting with other people. So I'd like to ask you this because it seems like you've probably connected with a lot of people as you've shared about your book, your journey, even just having six kids, all the people that surround your family in life. What is one of your things that you've seen common in some of the most outstanding people? Is there a certain trait or way that you've interacted with them that really stands out that makes you aspire to be more or something that you find in those people that's in common? Yeah,
1: there's a few actually,
0: but uh, the main one is really
1: when they ask you a question, they really want to know the answer. They're active listening. They They don't ask you because they have to. They ask you because they want to know. They want that connection piece. And I think it's so important for us to remember that because sometimes we go through our lives with our heads down and just again, getting from point A to point B. And it's so important to realize that these conversations, whether it's with your neighbor, as you go out to get your mail, I have been guilty many times of being like, are they still out there? Okay. Let me run real quick and get my stuff so I can get back in the house. You know, And that's not how we need to live our lives. It's like, let's take the moments and really be able to share kindness and empathy and you know so when i look at people that i truly look up to it's really how they interact with other people they really they they care they ask the question because
0: they want to know
1: and they want to spend the time in the conversation not just getting to the end of it
0: so speaking of connections covid has not done us any favors mm-hmm. in maintaining the human connection mm-hmm. that i know people like you and myself thrive on so how have you pivoted being such a connection driven person outside of your family, where you have so many great connections, to stay engaged with others at this time? And what tips do you have? So Zoom is the connector right now. And for me, it's really
1: reaching out even when I don't want to get on another Zoom call. Because as soon as I do and I see people's faces and I hear their voices, I feel that connection. And no, it's not the same, but it is what it is for right now. And you know, I really set the time aside, especially with my friends, because we can get lost up in our, in our, in our days and and never make those connections. And so we really set, I really set time. My friends really set time to say, okay, Friday at four 30, grab a glass of wine. We're getting on zoom. And I'm like, oh yes, I'm getting on zoom. So I look at it as something that this is kind of where we are right now. And I appreciate that because thank goodness we have this because otherwise it would be so so difficult i mean imagine in places where they don't have this that they they they're yearning for that that connection so i'm thankful for for the little things and one of those little things is is this interaction that i get to have over at camera
0: <laughs> i agree I think part of me says how lucky I am to be able to connect with women like you through the podcast and through the show, because I get to see you. I get to talk about things that are energizing, that always challenge me to be better. But then I think about how I haven't done the greatest job with some of my friends where it is easier and more connecting to get on Zoom. I do have a couple that I FaceTime all the time, which is great. But extending that now that we're coming into longer time periods, of the pandemic is something I can do better so I think that's a takeaway for our listeners out there how are you challenging yourself to widen your circle using technology not just for work to get in and to handle your business I think that's the challenge right okay going beyond just getting your work done on zoom and that's part of the reason I think we're exhausted right because you're like another zoom we do get burnout but the connection like you said is really valuable
1: Honestly, I love the podcast piece because I get to meet so many people and learn so many different things. But then when you get back on a Zoom with your friends, it's completely different. It's kind of like, wow, okay, this is is where I wanna be right now. And that's been so important to me.
0: Absolutely. And you've done a lot. You've written books. You have six children. You've traveled. You've really challenged yourself to live life and congratulations on that. As you've done it, what has kept you going to do more, to keep writing books and inspiring people and being on podcasts? What is that fuel in your tank that keeps you doing more?
1: So for a long time, the fuel was trying to figure out who I wanted to be or who I was. And now that I've really figured that that piece out, it's realizing the difference I can make. Me, ordinary me, I think we, we don't give ourselves enough credit. I didn't for, for many years. But really understanding that, yes, ordinary me also has, is completely unordinary, right? We're all unique. We are all unique. And we all have these extraordinary moments. And we need to realize that those moments really help other people when we share what we're doing, when we share what we're going through. And for me, that's what keeps me going when I have one one person say to me, wow, that story really impacted me or wow, I never thought about it like that before. So it's that one person that I'm trying to reach that really keeps me moving forward. I don't need to change the entire world. That would be amazing. But changing my piece of the world, one person, just one person,
0: that's what keeps me going. I really respect that because that's my same mentality with this show. One life, one listen, one person who really takes this and says, wow, that makes me want to reach out to someone and then it's a butterfly effect of that. Well, what is the biggest thing that you wish someone told you? Maybe a younger self or your biggest piece of advice looking back. It really goes back
1: to not being so hard on ourselves. I was so hard on myself in high school. I left high school at 17 to go to college. I went early admission because I didn't feel like I fit in. There's so many parts to it, but I wish someone would have said to me, Like it's okay to change your mind about things. I say it to my kids all the time. When we decide at 18 years old, when we go to college, okay, this is what I'm going to be for the rest of my life. Like I can barely match my socks, right? Like, so (laughs) to decide what I'm going to do for the rest of my life, you know, it's hard. So I think having someone say to me that it's okay to change your mind and it's okay to change your mind again. I think that would have really, really, really been helpful for me as a teen.
0: It's incredible how our society puts so much stock into this one decision. And sometimes those decisions are influenced by people wanting the best for you, but not what your true north is, Mm -hmm. which is really key. Well, we're coming kind of towards the end of the episode. So I want to get your last words of wisdom and anything else that you want to share with our tech divas from your life experience that can help make us better. So with that, uh, last call here for wonderful knowledge that you can share.
1: For me, it just goes back to when I go through my life, it's really understanding that we we don't need to change who we are. We really just need to change the way we see ourselves, that we need to give ourselves more credit. Understand that the little things we do every day have a huge impact. Sometimes we don't realize it. You know, cooking dinner for our kids, letting someone jump in front of you in line at at uh you know, when you're, when you're driving, like all of these things can make or break someone's day. Honestly, I've, I've seen it. I've experienced it It has made, you know, broken my days before when I'm like, okay, take a step back, have some patience. Like it's going to be okay. This is really not a big deal. So, I mean, that that's really it for me that I, I really, I really think, especially as women, you know, I look at my mother, I'll give you a real quick story. She grew up in rural Pennsylvania on a farm. Her mom had a sixth grade education, her dad worked in the coal mines in a local brewery, and she knew she wanted to be educated. She was the youngest of three kids, and she worked for another family, saved up her money. She got into the University of Pittsburgh, and while in college, she worked three jobs. She got into medical school. She was one of five women in her medical school class out of 120 people, and she just persevered. She Didn't matter what anybody else said to her. She knew this is what she wanted and she worked really hard. And I think that we need to give ourselves credit to understand that we are capable
0: of doing amazing things, but we have to believe in ourselves. And that is it, ladies. That is the mindset that we can all have is believing in ourselves, eliminating that self-doubt, improving our self-talk and climbing our own mountains of our lives with that kind of positive attitude. And I really appreciate that. If people have connected with you and want to read more about your experience from your book or connect with you, what's the best way to do so?
1: You can go to my website, simonekanago.com. It's K-N-E-G-O. I know it's it's a tough one, but I am the only one in the world. So even if you spell it wrong, wrong, I think you'll find me, but that's the best way. And I'd love to hear from you. If you read my book, if you have a comment, shoot me an email. I would love to hear from you.
0: Well, again, thanks for coming on the show. If you've changed one life, if you've given one perspective, that's all we can do. And I really take away from this, your passion for living life and not being afraid to live life. And I think that that's what we're all here to do. So thank you for doing that with me and talking about your experience and sharing that with our tech divas out there. I really appreciate you, Simone. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me here today. I really appreciate it. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again for listening. And we really hope this sparks something in you that you can use to manifest more success in your life. Please give us a rating or review. We would love to see how the show has inspired you. You can also connect with Tech Diva Success on Twitter, Insta, and Facebook. We're very easy to find under that name. And we hope this episode was fire for you.